Welcome to the Quantum Alignment Q&A, where we traverse through an array of healing modalities to educate, empower, and excite our listeners on their path of holistic health and wellness. In sharing various practitioners' experiences and insight, we hope to cultivate a deeper relationship between one's true self, the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies. And now, join naturopath, transpersonal psychologist, and cannabis therapy consultant, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Welcome, and thank you so much for taking time to be present with us today. Our intention for this podcast is for each and every one of us to get one step closer to the highest version of our aligned self each and every day, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Today, Dana Harvey is my special guest, and I'm super excited to have her on. She is a microdosing and psychedelic educator and guide. She's the founder of the Flourishing Academy, which is where I found her. Hi there. Thank you so much for being present. Hi, Pepper. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I just, uh, I'm really a fan of the work that you do and the education that you bring to people to help them all, you know, come into being their higher selves. You are so kind. Thank you. I will receive that fully. That means so much to me coming from you because you are doing that in your own way in this huge world of education with plant medicine for all of us, all of us as humans on this planet. Can you tell people who may not know what you do or what the Flourishing Academy is a little bit about that? Sure, Pepper. I would be happy to. Uh, I'll just step back a little bit into my own background in plant medicines. I stepped out of a 30-plus year in global corporate communications working for emerging industries and new technologies in order to really come down to this heartfelt level of working with people with plant medicines. Because of my background, it made sense a few years ago, a good few years ago now, that I was recruited into what is an emerging industry of psychedelics and plant medicines as CCO and head of investor relations for a publicly traded psychedelics company. What became really clear to me through my own journeying, my own work with plant medicine, that it was time for me to stop thinking and being so much in my head and at that 40,000 foot level and really working from my heart and with my heart and with other skills, mentoring, coaching skills, other education that I had to be able to provide loving guidance and share evidence-based knowledge and build supportive, cultivative communities around plant medicines and psychedelics because people were reading the headlines that I was writing. People were learning about this new or re-emerging science and wanting to jump on the bandwagon, but not necessarily knowing enough about it to do it safely, to do it transformatively. So I had my own journey and experience that brought me to what I'm doing now. But one of the major things that I think is so important when we're working with plant medicines, when we're working with psychedelics, 
when we're working in these areas that can be gray and can be confusing and life-changing is to have supportive communities around who we can talk to about these, these things that are going on in our lives, safe, supportive communities. And so the Flourish Academy was born from that desire to provide those three pillars. And where you found me is one of the places that Flourish Academy resides is on the Clubhouse app. We have a community of about 1.6 thousand members and we have three or 400 people through our various rooms every week. And this is what we do. We provide loving guidance. We share evidence-based knowledge through having expert guests come in to talk to us about their areas of expertise. And really critically is we provide this opportunity for support. We have open forums, share and care rooms where people can share their stories, offer their support, be witnessed, support others. And that's just become a really, really big passion of mine. I love it. And I've been a guest in your room just listening many times. I enjoy that you're bringing people together. So let's talk about a few things that you did share. You know, a supportive community is so important. Can you talk to our listeners about a supportive community and what you mean by that? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Well, I think one thing is that psychedelics and plant medicines are still in this gray area when it comes to stigma as well as legality. So we do need safe spaces where we know that we can be open about our use of plant medicines, our healing that we've experienced, the development that we are going through with the help of these plant medicines. So safety is one factor. But what has been shown and what I have really experienced myself by leading groups, particularly through microdosing, is when you are having these experiences with the support of a group, your your outcomes are enhanced and accelerated because you are having these mirrors reflected back to you. Experiences that other people may have kind of jive with you and you're like, oh, right, yeah, that's me too. Or things that you have never experienced, you become curious about and you open up your mind more to even more that's out that you don't know about at all. So being witnessed, hearing each other, supporting others, I think it just helps us so much in our self-development, our healing, our growth, and particularly in this area that has a lot of stigma, a lot of misinformation, miseducation, and of course, the issue of, in many places, legality. So many questions now. All right, go for (laughs) it. (laughs) So again, I appreciate you for your time. When you say that you lead groups, Can you kind of walk me through what that looks like? Are you talking about physically being present while people are experiencing plant medicine for the first time? What does that look like for you? Mm. For me, when I talk about leading groups, I'm specifically talking about microdosing. Mm -hmm. I do not do group work with larger journeys. But for me, working with groups of people around microdosing is uh, leading people through a protocol, a journey of microdosing, which is generally between eight and 12 weeks. And we would start together as a group meeting on usually on Zoom about once a week. Sometimes in my location of Vancouver, we may be able to meet in person, but it doesn't necessarily have to be in person. And I educate the community around the plant medicines, around microdosing, around protocols and dosage and finding your threshold and all the various sort of elements of microdosing. But it's more than that. 
microdosing to me is a catalyst for transformation and a tool for transformation, but it is also very different than our standard pharmaceutical model where you pop a pill and you get on with your day and your symptoms are masked. It takes a lot of work on our part. It's a reciprocal relationship is what I call it. And so there's a lot of personal work that goes along with microdosing if you're really wanting to microdose for transformation. So generally with our groups, we will work for two or three weeks without any medicine at first because we have the power within us to create new neural connections, to heal and to grow. We are our best, strongest supporters and healers ourselves. Plant medicine can be a tool and a catalyst. So I always work from the whole person theory first, and then we bring in microdosing. And then we're meeting on a regular basis for continued education, but for that community piece. Microdosing in particular promotes very subtle shifts. And so sometimes we need those mirrors to reflect back to us what's going on for us that we may not be aware of yet. And again, just to be witnessed and to hear other perspectives. I love this idea. I had no idea there was something like that, a group that took you slowly into, you know, speaking about it for just a few weeks prior to even microdosing. Can you tell us what microdosing is? For those people who've never heard that terminology, what does that look like? And side note, what kind of medicine are you kind of being an expert in? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So microdosing at a very high level is taking a very teeny tiny dose of anything. In this case, we're talking about plant medicines and psychedelics. It could be, I call it about microdosing habits as well. It's just little tiny bits. But when I am educating and speaking about microdosing, I am speaking particularly about transformational microdosing. So this is the practice of taking a sub-threshold dose of a psychedelic or a plant medicine, typically one-tenth to one-twentieth of a therapeutic dose, using a specific protocol, so that would include days that you dose and days that you don't dose with breaks in between, for a period of time, generally eight to 12 weeks, in order to enhance your cognitive tasks, enhance cognitive tasks, boost your physical energy levels, promote emotional balance, often to treat depression, anxiety, addiction, resulting in typically subtle, though noticeable effects. And I do think it's important, we're hearing about microdosing all the time in the headlines these days and these incredible results of microdosing. And then we hear people saying, yeah, like I took a microdose and went to the beach and I had that great time with my friends, or I didn't feel like drinking tonight, so I took a microdose and I had a great time with my friends. And so I do think it's really important to differentiate what I'm talking about, transformational microdosing. An analogy is like yoga. You can go and take a yoga class and come out and feel like just the bomb and you want to tell everybody about it. I went to yoga tonight. I feel so good. The endorphins are pumping through my body. I'm feeling loose and limber. I think everybody should take a yoga class versus if you are looking for the long-term sustainable benefits of losing weight, increasing mindfulness, increasing your flexibility, you would undertake a practice of yoga, usually with the guidance of an instructor, with a protocol, you know, some days that you do it, some days that you don't, with breaks in between for the long-term sustainable benefits versus the effect that you may feel on the day of a yoga class or a microdose. So that's what I work with is transformational microdosing. 
Oh, I love it. I love this. This is so wonderful to have you on to share these things with us because I get to hear you because I tune in. But a lot of people, this is, you know, newer to them. I want to just back up for a moment and talk about mirroring. And can you share with us what mirroring is and what that means? I mean, I'll tell you, Dana, I love deep work. I love therapy. I've been doing it for over a decade, but, you know, really recognizing what it was for a very long time and speaking to people on this show for years now, mirroring is one of the most important tools to see where you are in your growth pattern, I believe. And we get that chance to see it every single day, all day, right? And sometimes it looks good and sometimes it doesn't look good to us, but you can take a step back and kind of do that deep work. So can you share maybe the way you explain it to people who you're working with, what mirroring is and what that can look like in a positive way? Mm, That's such a good question. And I may be using the term in a different way than you are expressing it. However, for me, when I'm talking about group work and I'm talking about mirroring, particularly in the instance of microdosing, as I said, the results are typically very subtle and we don't always notice them in ourselves. And so having a group allows us to to have what is maybe happening for us reflected back in a way that we have not seen it yet. I always encourage people I work with to track various things when they're microdosing because the results are so subtle. And more often than not, it is not the participants themselves who are noticing the effects of the microdosing first, it's their kids or their spouses or their bosses or their colleagues that are just, you know, like, hey, mom, you know, like, you're not really cranky at dinner time anymore. What's, you know, what's, what's going on with you? Or, you know, Dana, you've really been showing up really confidently and speaking your mind in those meetings that we're having on a weekly basis. You know, is there something going on for you? And then people are like, Oh, right. Yeah. And when you are having these kind of experiences and going through this in a group, when other people are reflecting, this is what I've noticed, or this is what I've heard, which made me notice it again, you kind of have that mirrored to you and you're able to say like, oh, right, me too. Now that you bring it up, yeah, that's been changing in me and that's been feeling good in me and that transformation has been happening. So just to be able to pick up on those subtleties that otherwise may go unnoticed by you yourself. It must be so rewarding to be able to lead people and have them see such benefit from what they're doing and just to be able to share that joy with them as they shift and change into what they are, you know, they're quantum jumping really into a reality that they have been projecting for some time. And so that must be so, such a place of just sitting there in awe and gratitude for the gifts that you've been given, that you've downloaded, and that you get to share with others. I would love to go into your personal experience with psychedelics and, you know, what you've used it for and your benefits and how you've seen things change in your reality. If you're open to share, it's okay. If you're not, we can go on to something different, but would you be open to sharing something maybe that you worked on personally and how using that microdosing some type of psychedelic shifted you or your perspective sure. around it? 
Mm-hmm. I think I think for me, which I alluded to at the beginning of this podcast, the most impactful result or experience that I've had with plant medicines was uh, was a psilocybin journey, and it was supported by two therapists. So I was working with some people on some things that I had been experiencing. And at this time in my life, I was in a C-suite executive position, global publicly traded company, heading up investor relations, everything juicy and just amazing about this 30-year career that I'd been building. I had this penultimate position and just couldn't be better. All my peers in my communications cohort were just like, wow, how'd you get that? gig, you know, that's so exciting. And I knew that on a logical level. I knew that very well on a logical level. But what was happening in my heart? I didn't know. I was starting to experience anxiety that I had never experienced before. Things uh, that used to bring me real passion and joy in my job were actually making me like almost sick with anxiety. At the same time, I had some other things going on in my personal life, in my family life that were demanding different things from me and and something wasn't right. Couldn't figure it out. Everything on paper was awesome, but something in my heart was not aligned. And I had the psilocybin experience that was an incredible download, undeniable. The therapists that I work with, I still work with them now and they've, they've never seen anybody come out of a journey as clear as I was that I knew that I needed to quit my job and walk away from a 30-year career. And as I said, get out of my head and into my heart and work at a heart-to-heart level with people. And I emerged and I didn't go and quit my job the next day. I could have. I was that convinced that what I had experienced, the perspective, what I had seen in this journey made me so confident that I had to do it. I did do what we should do, which is continue to work with my therapists, work on what we call integration after plant medicine journeys, you know, figuring out what can stay in my life, what can go, what shifts I need to make, what changes. But it only took me about six weeks before I, I walked in to my CEO and said, I, I, need to, I need to go and do something else now. So it completely changed my life, the trajectory of my life, who I work with, what I do, what brings me joy. And it was, you know, I left financial stability, my ego, my career. I left, I walked away from it all going with this wacky idea that I was going to help people using plant medicines. <laughs> but I did, I've done it. And as you said, nothing could be more rewarding for me. I love this. I want to know, like I'm in this story, I'm deep in it. I want to yeah. know what you came to, like, did a spaceship pop down? Did you just feel it? Like, I want to know what was said. Did you see goddess? She is a woman. I, I know it. <laughs> Did she talk to you? Like, I want to know the story. But we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, maybe we'll talk about that. If not, then that's okay, too. We'll talk about how we can integrate and find a coach to help us as well as if someone wants to try doing this, like what are the first steps? But we will be back in just a moment. Everyone, thank you for being here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Ever dream of becoming a cannabis therapy consultant or learning more on how cannabis heals? For a deeper understanding of your own body and mind connection using sacred medicine, take time to dive into classes anytime, anywhere with a new online program. For more information, connect on drpepperhernandez.com. This is a 10-month program, one class a month. The Cannabis Holistic Institute provides the most potent teachers Humboldt County has to offer. Students have access to Google Classrooms for downloadable handouts, charts, PowerPoint presentations, and more. Also a live streaming on Facebook, bonus pop-up classes, gifted info, and edited videos available on YouTube. Classes from History of Cannabis, The Biology of Cannabis, Specific Strains and Effects, Cannabis Healing Properties, Juicing, Edibles, and Tinctures, Cultivation and Production, Cannabis Medicine Making, Women in Cannabis Conference, Legalities and Legislations, The Cannabis Business, and more. Thank you so much for returning. Let me remind you, we are speaking with Dana Harvey, and she's fabulous, by the way. We've been chatting a little bit, and really it's about, you know, those experiences that we have that lead us to start preaching, if you will, microdosing is the way to go. I mean, in my practice, I'm always about microdosing, no matter what plant medicine it is, because you never know the body system. You never know how mm-hmm. a person's going to react. And I think that you and I, I'll speak for myself, I think that we can agree on the reason we start talking about microdosing is because we've maybe done the other end of that, the macro, and had experiences where we are now huge advocates for micro. So can you talk to me a little bit about that? And I'm open to hearing anything that you want to share on that vein of questioning. Mm -hmm, Sure. Yeah, I think you really nailed it on the head there for many people. Microdosing is a subtle, soft, gentle way to introduce your body, your psyche, your system to plant medicines and to still be able to get on with your regular life while you do that without having to do just suddenly out of the blue, a deep dive or go to the jungle and go throw up for a few days and leave your family and do all that and have the really big, scary, often just massive transformations in your life. A little bit of a tiptoeing in can prepare you and prepare your system, your psyche, your mind, all of you for what you may experience in a larger plant medicine journey. On the flip side of that, As we talked about, you know, um, when we're talking about the bigger journeys, that's one piece is the journey itself. But what comes after the piece, the integration, how you make sense of the journey, what you do with it in your life is absolutely critical for positive change in your life. And microdosing can come in as a beautiful tool for integration as well. You know, you, you have these new 
perceptions, this neurogenesis and new neural connections and microdosing after a journey as well can help to keep those channels kind of open and keep those new neural pathways flowing with ideas and communication so that you don't go back to your old rigid ways of being and thinking. So yeah, I think microdosing on either side of a macro journey is a beautiful tool and softer, softer and gentler on you than we were talking a little bit about the impact of some of these larger journeys and how it's just so critical to be safe. They can absolutely upend your perception of who you are and where you fit into the world and who else fits into your life. And yeah, so just a little softer, gentler way to learn about plant medicine and to use it in your system. Two questions. If someone wanted to begin this particular type of journey, what do you suggest a way for them to start? Would it be seeing what plant calls to them, finding a guide like yourself, doing research, sitting with the idea, meditating? Like, How do you suggest someone getting started and finding the vibe that they need to actually start doing the work? Sure. I would say yes, yes, and yes to all of those things. And <laughs> it's different for every person. But boy, a lot of people find themselves, we call it being called to plant medicine. Something, I don't know if they talked to someone or they caught a headline or they watched a show or one of their friends has done it. Something in their life has planted a little seed. And sometimes that seed just kind of you know, does it sing under the surface for years and years and years until other coincidences, other people start coming into their life. And it kind of like the plants, they almost find you when they know that you're ready. Now, how can you prepare? How can, like, if you've got that seed of curiosity, I say find a community is a great way to start. And, you know, you can, you can find the Flourish Academy on Clubhouse and start just listening into conversations just gaining knowledge. I'm also co-founder of an organization called Sisters in Psychedelics, which is the same thing. If you want to find people who are interested in the same thing, have experienced it, where you can talk about self-development and healing and growth and how plant medicines can be brought into your journey, just find the communities and start listening to the conversations and asking questions. And I'm pretty sure that the path will open for you. It usually happens without too much resistance when the time is right. I absolutely believe that these medicines have an innate capability to be able to find you when the time is right. What are your favorite medicines to work with? I like all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you really like all of them? I mean... (laughs) Do they all I, I, call to you or I'm, which are your favorites? I'm, and I'm scared of them all too. <laughs> with reverence. I only work with medicines that I have really deep experience with. So on the bigger journey side, that would be psilocybin, LSD, and MDMA. On the microdosing side, that would be psilocybin and LSD and wachuma. Talk to me about wachuma. I, I don't know too much about that and I'd love to learn from you. Okay, so Wachuma is San Pedro cactus. Its active ingredient is mescaline, and it's often called the grandfather plant, whereas we often hear about ayahuasca being called the grandmother. Wachuma is the grandfather, wise, gentler, I would say, than ayahuasca. We often hear of it being a very somatic experience on the larger doses, so really 
having a, a body effect on you. I only work with what you meet with clients on the microdosing side. And what I can tell you there is, like you were saying earlier, each person has different medicines that work well with them or that call to them. And everybody has different intentions for using plant medicines. So getting to know somebody really well, their lifestyle and their intentions and their history, it helps guide me to which plant medicine might be the best suited for them. And other times they are coming with a very distinct calling and they know what they want to work with. But if they don't, the way I would explain on the microdosing side is psilocybin is a very introspective plant. It really brings you into looking at yourself. It's great for shadow work. It's great for reflecting on inner work and getting to root, root causes of diseases you may be having. It's a great one to work on yourself. I would say that LSD generally on a microdosing side is much more about productivity, creativity, flow. Of course, we often hear about the Silicon Valley you know, LSD being, you know, a supplement for, for the developers in Silicon Valley, Steve Jobs talking about how much it influenced his work with Apple. So it's a very different kind of intention and different way that it works with you. And I find that Wachuma is this beautiful kind of happy medium between the two. It really does promote creativity and flow. It also helps to reflect back and, and do some inner work. It also gives you a beautiful little boost of energy that is sustainable energy, unlike a caffeine type of energy, but not as much as LSD, which some people can find too stimulating. So yeah, it's a, it's a great kind of hybrid of the two is how I find it. Oh, I love it. Thank you for describing all of those in depth for me because I appreciate that. And I'm sure other people who are listening are gathering information from you. So we appreciate that. Tell me a little bit more about the Sisters in Psychedelics. And then um, I have another question for you. Sure. Yeah. Sisters in Psychedelics is a global organization. It's a community and a platform that empowers people of all genders to elevate the divine feminine in the psychedelic ecosystem the Divine Feminine and Other Underrepresented Voices. It's a grassroots to global organization founded by myself and my partner, B. Chan, when we couldn't find a community of women in Vancouver, where we are both were, to talk openly about our experiences with plant medicine and our desire to develop and heal ourselves. And so we put something up on Meetup just over a year ago. We put something up on Meetup and we had 16 random strangers come and have a potluck dinner at B's apartment where we laughed and cried and talked about healing and growth and plant medicines. And we realized we wanted to do it again and again. And we realized that women are the traditional medicine keepers and women have sat together in ceremony, sat together in circle since the beginning of time and we aren't doing that anymore really it's few and far between where we sit in circle to just support and witness each other and it's really like we talked about at the beginning i found it so critical in this plant medicine world in particular so we wanted to create safe spaces for women and that brings into you know with plant medicines, there's so much vulnerability. There's been a lot of ethical breaches, just safe spaces for people who share the experience of being a woman or identifying as a woman. On the other side of that, you know, plant medicine, psychedelics is a new and emerging 
industry, which I say with air quotes there, you know, it's been around since the beginning of time, but as an industry, it's new. And we looked around at the leadership, at the research, at the the funding dollars, at the conferences, at the at the media, at the podcasts, and saw men. We saw men. We generally saw white men. And I actually, we, we delved into the psychedelic conferences over the past couple of years globally and found an average ratio of eight to one male to female presenters. And we just thought this is this is not okay. This is not right. And this is an opportunity. So in addition to the safe spaces for women and the events and the workshops and the circles that we offer, we last year had our first Sisters in Psychedelics Summit, which is open to all genders. We had 150 people in person in Vancouver, Canada, and about 800 live streamed around the world for this psychedelic conference that had 100% women presenters and speakers representing the women's perspectives, our experiences, our views, our expertise. And we're just really hoping to make a dent in the industry side as well and to uh, have the divine feminine raised to our rightful place. I am in awe. I am so excited for you and everything that you're sharing. I can't wait for your next event. I hope you like tag me in something so I can come visit you. Oh, you bet. (laughs) My friend. So how can people find you? How can people connect with you, Dana? Sure. Well, one great place is through my website, which is theflourishacademy.org. And you can find me on Clubhouse many, many days a week. So if you don't yet have the Clubhouse app, just download the Clubhouse app and search for The Flourish Academy multiple rooms a week. And if you don't know Clubhouse, it's like old school phone-in talk radio. So you can like put it on in the background and listen to these conversations, or you can actually get up on the stage and get your two cents in as well. So it's it's pretty cool medium. And then please visit sistersandpsychedelics.org for more information about Sisters and Psychedelics. And you will find a link to join our free membership there, which provides community connection, conversation, events, workshops, professional psychedelic professionals sharing circle, a mom's sharing circle, a sacred men's sharing circle, multiple virtual and in-person events. And uh, we are expanding into chapters around North America as we speak. I love what you're doing. And I love that you're creating safe spaces for women. It's so incredibly important. What an amazing thing that you're doing. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for being on today and taking time out of your schedule to share with us here at the Quantum Alignment. Thank you so much, Pepper. I'm just honored to be here. And thank you once again for all the education and knowledge and wisdom insight you're bringing to people around these really critically important topics. Oh, thank you. And to our audience, I want to thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Thanks for listening, and let's make this your very best life ever. See you.